Hello, Marley. Hello, I'm Josh. Uh, welcome to the Indirect Journey podcast, which is going to be a very indirect journey. Mm. No pun intended. A little bit of information here and there. Uh, a little bit about ourselves. Uh, I'm from Barnsley, living in Leeds. I work at Weatherspoons for the time being, but I'm also a photographer. Sick. Yep. Um, I'm Josh, like I've already said. Um, <laughs> I work, I'm in the army at the minute. Um, I'm a Royal Military Policeman, don't like it though, it's not very fun. Um, and then, in my spare time, I like to do a bit of mountaineering. Also, my favourite colour is um, eggshell blue. Not duckshell, eggshell. Duck, yeah, duckshell, as it's more, <laughs> as it's more fa- so, uh, formally known. Speaking of travel, you've just come back from uh, Iceland. Correct. How was it? Yeah, it was good. Um Yep. Yeah, so I've just done um, seven days in Iceland. I was we well, there's a couple of us, a small group, and what we did is we rented a car, and we well, basically a little road trip. We saw like the main sites on the south coast. Um, it's pretty cool. We planned it first. I like, basically looked at the best sites in Iceland, uh, worked out a lot of them were on the south coast, and decided basically we planned the journey first. Like saw the places we wanted to go. Uh, made like a little itinerary essentially and had a look look at the distances between the places um, and then what we did is we looked at high car prices found the cheapest one um, which was well the cheapest one we could find was like Nordic car rentals and they like did a couple of it's expensive ones. though in Iceland isn't it yeah crazy expensive that's one of the problems with it is like especially car hire because it's so um, because of the fact that there's basically no tr- public transport or it's very limited public transport the main way to get about is car and that's what a lot of tourists do but because of that, it means the price is really high. And to be honest, like you were saying, the like um, it's expensive anyway because the economy is really high. Uh, like we're doing really well, so you tend to find a lot of things are expensive. Although when we went to like the supermarkets and some shopping for food and stuff, because trying to do it on the cheap, um, some of the stuff there wasn't actually that much more expensive. So that what you did? You just you just bought your car, then you just went to like their version of Tesco's. Yeah, basically. Just of food. Yeah, 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 yeah. Literally that. Yeah. So yeah, we planned the itinerary. Um, got the high car sorted and then we looked and we just like we looked and we realised you could do camping every night like and you don't have to book anything so basically like you were saying we pretty much just got the car drove from place to place uh, so did, you, did you go to campsite a campsite or did you just like pull up outside the road and just yeah campsite campsite we were going to do that you can wild camp in um, in Iceland but they've like tightened the rules up a little bit so they're now saying that they want you to well they prefer you to use actual campsites to, like so you don't destroy like their not like natural habitat like inadvertently or on purpose so um so we use campsites but yeah we just went camp for that campsite like you're saying and kind of stopped off and used there like essentially like their tesco's a critics of coronan um and just bought food on cheap there it was quite good was it cold yes yes it was <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was really cold um it wasn't like as cold as the, like the make out but then again we were in a season where it wasn't that cold so it was only were it like kind of warmish or it just cold at day or were it freezing at night um if you were it's a little bit chilly in the day, but um, there's a re- that was one of the main things. There's a massive, massive difference um, from night day time. to night. Yeah. Secondly, the sun went like instantly. As soon as I can imagine the sun, the sun dropping, just like poof, and then just freezing. Yeah, cold. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally like that. It's like when we went, there wasn't any snow or anything, so it wasn't as cold as that. But there was a massive difference, like you were saying. The second the sun goes, you realise how much heat the sun's providing because it's actually w- quite cold. Were you prepared for that, or were you just like caught out of blue? Because uh, I can imagine because we just rent a van. Or a car. Yeah, a car, yeah, it's a little So you're literally cars, like, were you miniature. sleeping in that car as well? You got sorry. Were you sleeping in the car? Were you sleeping at a camp? Like, no, in the tent. In the tent, yeah. Although Mitch did sleep in the tent. Uh, no, in the car because he couldn't sleep in the tent. Like, that, that <laughs> could be so cold. Yeah, it was freezing. Because cars, when they're not turned on, are just freezing. Freezing, yeah. I remember when I used to get in my car in the morning and, like, 
in winter and my car just be ice cold and it took about a good hour yeah. to warm up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why I didn't think of that because Mitch was like saying to me, he was like, oh, you'd be surprised how cold it is. On the last night, we slept all such in the car to save time. Absolutely free. Because you're literally sleeping dying. in a metal box. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's no heat in it. You'd think it, it insulates. Yeah, you think it'd be warm. It doesn't, no. does it? No. But where tents are designed to like keep you insulated. Yeah. Like, so material on them. Yeah. But no, a car would be just an ice box. Yeah, it's absolutely free. I would know. I would. Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't expect it to that cold. It was horrible. So, uh, what did you do? Did you like? I saw you went to uh, what river swimming and river diving in your wetsuits. Oh yeah, we did some snorkeling. Yeah, yeah. There was um, yeah, the first day. So we sat off the first day, and that was um, we stopped at a place called Silfra. So we got off the flight and literally got picked up the hire car and drove up there. That's like more cent- well, not quite central, but like I don't know, near almost central, I suppose, in the islands. Um, anyway, there's as well two tectonic plates meet so. There's the American one, uh, the tectonic plate, and then the so one So can you see, well, Asia. I don't know how tectonic plates work, yeah, I'm not yeah. a scientist, but uh, tectonic plates under Earth's crust, aren't they? Yeah, but the, the, the kind of... Oh, could you see, like, the effect through. of them, like... Yeah, you can, we can actually, when you go, before you get into the water, because there's a place where they both meet, well, kind of, not meet, but they almost like, meet into yeah, the gap. Like, it's like yeah. it, Mir- Mariana Trench, like, in that two tectonic plates where it just, like, split. Yeah, I think so, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that, essentially, yeah. Um, but you can when you actually get out the wall, you can see this big. There's like a big wall. Um, our guy's shoulders, uh, Matty has his shoulders it, and uh, it looks. Like, it's actually apparently that's where they got inspiration for. Um, you know, for the Game of Thrones. You know, for the yeah. the wall. The wall. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, there's like a, you can see a tectonic plate. One of one of the parts of it when you stand out. It's just this massive like wall looking thing. It's really really long, really like massive, like monstrous looking thing. Quite intimidating. And um, that's the American like tectonic plate. And um, apparently that's where, when it's covered in snow, it looks similar to the wall. And that's kind of where they got the inspiration for the wall, which is pretty cool. But, um, but yeah, anyway, the bit we did was basically there's, there's a channel of water. And what it is, is it's water that has flown from the glaciers. It's melted and kind of traveled down underwater, underground, sorry. And then it starts like to emerge and become this like, like small river that goes into a lake, a glacial lake. Um, and because of the fact that it goes through the, all the rocks, it's filtered like massively over years and years it's like some of the clearest water in the yeah, world yeah because I saw self picture it's like purely just yeah clear. it's so weird like, it, I thought it was like in a bathtub or something no yeah you're like, just, like, you're like glass yeah it's literally like glass yeah it's crazy it's was so it freezing clear. cold absolutely Baltic yeah it's got, you are, were you in wetsuits and dry suits or in just wetsuits yeah yeah dry thank but God. your face was just exposed wasn't it yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I was so glad about that uh, that we had some stuff because uh, so we had dry suits for our bodies and then we had a wetsuit like a hat thing basically for your head and gloves and like, as soon as you go in the water, it's weird. You don't feel as much in a dry suit. It's like pressure on your legs. It's, yeah. it's funny, but interesting. And um, yeah, you kind of submerge and you feel the water. So you seep through gloves. So I see the wet gloves, like wetsuit gloves. And like, that's quite cold at first. And then you get your head in and like, it's kind of cold, but you get used to it. But the one thing that you don't get used to, or you do, but it takes a while. It's, and it's funny because the instructor was going on about it. But um, your lips go numb, basically. And you wait for them to go numb so you can't feel them anymore. But up until they're going <laughs> numb, they're freezing. <laughs> like, it's crazy. <laughs> like, you put your face under, you start swimming. And like, they warn you and tell you, right, you have to wait till your lips go numb. And like, it looks like like freezing cold. Like, cold like I'm, that you don't experience is so crazy. And then eventually it's that cold that they go completely numb so you can't feel them anymore. But then if you get out, say you bop your head up for like a couple of minutes just to chill out and like get out of the water. Um, obviously your lips must adjust again to the air because it's so much colder the water than the air it's like pins and needles on your lips also. well the blood comes back and you don't feel anything <laughs> but then when you get your head in the water again it's freezing again <laughs> and you're like oh I've got to do this all win. over again yeah <laughs> so it's a bit of a nightmare for that yeah so, so, uh, did you get out because yeah you went with, it were you Mitch and 
Louis, yeah. So, well, are you a guide or are you a friend or? Oh, so yeah, there's me. You know, there's me, Mitch, and Louis. Louis's like a guy that we know from, like, well, one of my mates from um, basic training. And then we went with a company called what was it called? I can't remember what the company's called. We're not getting sponsored by them anyway. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> but like, it's like diving IS or something. So like the main one. Just pay them to say, like they, they yeah. just show you that that uh, like bit or so, what I mean is yeah. Did they take you diving and then you just went rested, just looked around Iceland yourself, or did they take you? Yeah, and yeah. They take you around Iceland. No, yeah, the first one. Yeah, so you're right. Yeah, so they were just our guides for the diving bit, and then we just carried on on the tour kind of thing. But they kind of just—it's like it's all run by companies. You can't go on there on your own in, in that little channel. Well, I, I would, I'm just print shots on just diving yeah. into freezing <laughs> yeah. cold water. All right, lads, how's it yeah. going? Freezing your balls off. <laughs> we asked about that. I said I was like, "Could you jump in?" And they were saying, "Well, Matty, I saw instructor who was saying like on the download, he was saying um, sometimes it's a bit like initiation when they first start there. It, I think I can't even say it was in summer or winter. They um they basically get into shorts, jump in, but you have to immediately get back out again. You have about two minutes to say uh, until you go hypothermic, and then yeah. that's it. You're gone. Because as soon as like your body's a shock of cold, isn't it? yeah, so, like, like, yeah. When you start getting shot, you just start like yeah. freezing up. You, you, you could see it. Yeah. yeah, it was so cold. And they were saying um, in winter as well. Um, one sometimes they get out the water, it's that cold. That literally because you're in wetsuits and dry suits, sorry. If you stay still, your dry suit will actually freeze in shape, and you have to kind of like break it almost. It's <laughs> like crazy. a shell. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> mental. <laughs> they say it's absolutely wild. Like sometimes. They go back to the van and they like they put the wetsuit in certain like positions and stuff and then like the freezer looks like a mannequin. It's really funny, but yeah. So yeah, that was sulfur. It was cool uh, snorkeling there. It's awesome. Did yeah. recommend going to Iceland? Yeah, Iceland the country. Yeah, we did some amazing stuff. Uh, Iceland the country is crazy. Um, if you like nature at all, like that's like a really like kind of almost like purist place. Like there's like hardly any like houses anywhere. Yeah, because when I was looking at photos, like it just looked spot. Yeah, like, I was gonna ask you like what is like. Obviously, it's a town. Yeah, yeah. But well, like villages dotted about or other towns. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, exactly that. Yeah. So you, what you can tend to find is like there's a ring road, which is the main road around Iceland, and you find like a lot of the villages are kind of like on the outskirts of that. But there is like eventually small little villages like in further inland or like little excursions where you can like kind of drive up little tracks. There's little houses. Um, but yeah, but the country is pretty like. No, I won't say barren because that like, kind of like, infers like it's empty, but it's not. It's all going no, it's on. It's kind of a good thing, though. It's like yeah, it's preserving amazing. nature. Like. Yeah, yeah. It's not like all urbanized and like concrete, grey, miserable Here slants. in England, like where we're from, Darfield and Barnes, yeah, like, yeah. every bit of green land is just yeah, it's it's sold up. and just yeah, houses exactly, are burning. Exactly. Like all fields used to play as like, kids or something, just now yeah, just houses. Built on. Yeah, like exactly. Lombo Field. Uh, that's going to turn into houses. Is it? Uh, like, we used to play PE on that field. Yeah, yeah. That's all it's going to turn into houses. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so yeah. Well, that's what's it's, that's what's refreshing about. It. That's why I love so much is that if you like, if you appreciate the environment, you'll like the place because they they're really big on that. Like they're like well, they're quite like um, strict and like regimented with it. Like everything's uh, cordoned off, and you go to like tourist attractions, like the like natural sites, like the waterfalls and uh, gorges. It's all um, cordoned off, so you can't like just walk where you want and kind of destroy like the local like green like well flora and fauna. Like yeah, like when they filmed Lord of Rings and uh, the Hobbit, they had to have specialized. Because there's, there's plants where I like protected by yeah, yeah. Way, aren't they? yeah, yeah. So they yeah. have to like special things in order to like not touch anything. Really? So we're, like, ah, specialized cool. like, like uh, platforms and stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything. Yeah, yeah. I could see. Well, that's that's really interesting. That's quite a good idea, actually. Uh, that, that's like that type of attitude is the same there. Like it's like everything's caught up the like natural like flora like uh, to flourish, but it's really cool. It's good though, cause like I like being in the city, mm. but there's something really, like nice about going just yeah. out or somewhere. Definitely, I think it's yeah. huge. Yeah, I know. I agree. Like it's massive. I think it's like, um, I think it's a central part. I, I kind of think more places should go. Like, they should like protect. Like I get, 
cities. Mm. There for a reason, aren't yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Jobs and like, it, yeah. yeah, like London's like tourist attraction. Mm. But like, if you can get a tourist attraction from like natural stuff. Yeah, exactly. Because it's not more amazing than seeing like someone watch like exactly. natural like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, cool, that's a man-made building. Yeah, exactly. Wow, that took a lot of people to build, but yeah, like, yeah. nature did this. That's what I kind of like about it. I think there's something quite like attractive and like, like there were no man sat chiseling. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, They made this. Like, Hawaii's like, that's literally just a volcano where it erupted all on it. Oh, uh, is that what it is? Like it, Hawaii, I'm, I'm pretty sure, don't quote me on this. Yeah, yeah. But I'm pretty sure it's just a volcano exploded. Yeah, yeah. That that, that's why they're so obsessed with like that kind of the lavas and like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Like natural, like, part of their culture. Like, oh, that's I cool. think it's on one islands. If uh, you steal stones from the island, the island god curses you, like the lava <laughs> god curses yeah, you or something. Yeah, yeah, so you yeah, get like yeah. hurt. And then, there's someone sent, someone stole some rocks on that when a family holiday. And then yeah. He, he kept getting bad luck like he literally like broke his back and stuff so he wrote an, uh, like a letter to like the god I don't know what she called like Tahiti or something like yeah, yeah. Dear Tahiti, yeah I'm so sorry for stealing your rocks please yeah. forgive me and he, he mailed them back to Hawaii <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's a good story <laughs> I think English uh, cause we, we've, got, we've got National Trust yeah yeah but it's just like it's, it's too late it's every kind of field shit, yeah. and forest in England you just you'll find a little crevice just full of tinnies yeah well cans of fosters fucking yeah litters massive yeah it's all over just the place ruins yeah. everything, really. yeah and it's, graffiti all about like stones and stuff yeah you see like it's a different attitude in Iceland like everyone's quite big on like there's not one you don't see any litter, any litter anywhere I don't know if that's because people just don't do it because respect unlike outside here where it's just I like covered. outside my flesh just pure yeah 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 there's all these students it's weird we were debating that on the trip and we were saying like I wonder if it's because I don't know if you see litter people well think they're more encouraged not encouraged but, but it's like not, don't worry well, as much what about I think it. it is is like if you don't see litter about and you put litter on the floor well, that's it you're the first you'll be like yeah 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 exactly you shouldn't really be doing that but if you exactly. see litter everywhere you kind of yeah it's like you don't really care just like toss yeah, it on the floor. it's a shame as I'm well I'm not condoning littering but like no it's, no it's so mentality some people have isn't it yeah yeah definitely uh, so what we were basically wondering is that is it because it's so pristine and they're quite strict on it that people just don't do it? Because you would think with the amount of tourism that's in that country, like they do litter everywhere. But like when, uh, they showed pictures of Leeds Fest afterwards. Yeah, trash, isn't it? And it's Absolutely just trash. covered like yeah. tents and like good thing about it is that they, they pick them all up and they give them to homeless people, don't they? Yeah, that's, yeah but that's it shouldn't be left like that in the first place. Like nah. that's someone's land. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's probably why. Like I've been to some campsites where it's the same. Yeah, people will come and just leave the shit in a campsite and just fuck off. Yeah, They'll yeah. buy like a twenty pound tent from Tesco, mm. put it up, and just like, oh, I don't want it anymore. Yeah, exactly. It. Just leave stuff. People, just I think it's like part of our society now, like culture and stuff like that. It's just, just built to buy it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like yeah. buy a plastic bottle. Like, yeah, chuck it. I'll yeah. get another one. No one like respects or looks after things anymore. It's just actually like, I don't know, like like you were saying, like kind of that. I don't know, disposable, like, it's culture. like a mentality. Yeah, you know, mentality, like, yeah. You just, everything's disposable, right, everything's well, cheap. People follow people, like, if someone sees someone else doing something, they'll do it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, we should all make individual changes to, like, try, make, make sense, but, like, if everyone put their rubbish away, yeah, well, exactly. Our street would look a all. lot cleaner. Yeah, well, exactly, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> For anyone listening, my street is it's full of students, and obviously they just throw everything yeah. out, so it's just <laughs> covered in bins and rubbish. Yeah. Like, if we put our bin outside, tomorrow's bin day, so if we put our bin outside tomorrow, it'll be emptied. I'll come back in the morning to pull it back in. There'll be rubbish in it from someone just putting the rubbish yeah, in my bin. Yeah, that, that would drive me insane. I'm like, I've just emptied this bin. And now you just fill it back up with rubbish. Well, it's not in my... Yeah, see, that'll do my head in it. That's the thing, in it? I just think it, look, it makes it look messy as well. Like, yeah. I love mm. Leeds, but like when we came up this road, first time I came up this road, all the students have just moved out. Mm-hmm. So they're just gutted places, and they're just throwing it all yeah, the way outside. Yeah, all the streets. It were a mess. I wish I took a picture. It was just pure, like... Yeah. We, we had to move in like loads of bins in order to get into us like into well, that gate. gate yeah. 
it was just ridiculous. Mm. It's like temporary attitude. Well, like imagine if like everyone like, oh yeah, because we had loads of weeds outside ours, didn't we? We pulled up. Yeah, 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 we did. Yeah, yeah. Like, imagine yeah, if yeah. everyone had that kind of like, I want it to look nice. Yeah, exactly. That mentality. That they do, yeah. Like, there's some flats down there where are just covered in weeds. Like, mm. you can't even see out your front window because there's that many weeds. Really? Like, imagine that. We're opening your windows and it's just still dark. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> two o'clock in the afternoon, poof, pitch black still. <laughs> yeah, people also like, like, like you were saying, if everyone had the same mentality, they just look after what they've got. Then everything looked perfect. Well, my mentality is like, I want to live. I want to live somewhere. Or I, I want to be proud of where I'm living. Yeah, yeah. I want definitely. people to come around and be like, "Oh, this is actually quite nice." Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Yeah, like. It I want people to come around and go, "It's a bit dirty there, isn't it? We're calling weeds <laughs> outside of the house." Yeah. Oh, you got a collection of bins that going on. Here, like <laughs> with temporary art, or temporary contemporary art. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know it's annoying and it? it would do my head in massively. Yeah, it's just pain in the ass. Because we come from little villages, obviously. They weren't that clean. No. But they're still kind of... I don't know. It feels, like, it feels like the problem's getting worse almost. Yeah. It? yeah. Like, I can remember when I was younger and everything was just spick and spurn. Yeah. Bin men come around, do, 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 <laughs> empty bins. Yeah. But now bin men come around, like, do I usually put them back into, like, they at least yeah. line up there for fucking lob them? Just lob them? Just lob them, throw them about everywhere? Do that piss Like, one well. at days, I had to walk down the street to get my bin because it wasn't down there for some reason. Really? And I was like, I eh? Yeah. <laughs> do you just leave it on back at the lawyer? It's like, eh, okay. Yeah, chuck it. Throw it over there. Yeah, because usually, like, return it to the house, don't they? Yeah. Mm. That's what they will. Return it to at least, like, near the house. Yeah. You know, in the morning, it's like a fucking scrape. Everyone's outside fighting. Get out of the way, I need a farmy bin. <laughs> Just can't win. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, it does not win. So, I, I don't know if you've heard of this, but it's been a while for quite, it's been around for quite a while. Mm-hmm. It's called the Tiny House Movement. Tiny House Movement. I'll be honest, I've not had So, it's before. like, uh, people buy cargo containers. Or like a, a oh. like an eight by six foot trailer. Yeah, yeah. And they'll make a house, oh. and it'll be like it'll cost you like ten thousand pounds to make. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. off the grid if you want it to be off the grid. It's all solar panels, mm, and I thought this would be like that. the perfect thing for you <laughs> because you're obsessed with going off the grid. Yeah. Obviously, buy a camper van or something. But if you just buy a trailer, yeah, do it up. Like I'll, sh- I'll I'll get some examples up, and like. <laughs> They're, they're, some of them are amazing. Some Do you work like, for this company, Harley? Yeah, I, I'm the tiny house movement endorser. Yeah. Uh, every time you build a tiny house, I get a bit of money. No, yeah, but the, like, some of them I just, oh, they're like, some of them I'm jealous of, like, jealous of, like, living in. Yeah, yeah. Let's have a look. That's a cool sticker you got on the back of there. It is. It was free. It's like a little campsite thing going on. So they're all like these. I'm just showing just tiny houses. Yep. And they're all like... <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> just just solid rooming around the table. But they're all like, like, just like, and they're oh, all is it on actual trailer. Yeah, they're all like nine foot by oh. like eight foot. Like, I think it's like ten foot by like six foot wide, and they're all just like cool. And they've, like, people's added yeah, to like greenhouses. I think like out of all the things, they've all got showers, compost toilets. They're all like livable and off the grid. So like, so you can move these then. Yeah, like, you put it on a trailer, trailer. And you just move it back. That's pretty awesome. I like that. I, I thought like, that'd be like, because I saw it the other day. Like, I've looked in the tiny house movement before. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think it's sick. I think it's amazing. Yeah, it's a pretty good idea, and it's it's cool. That you can move about. I like that a lot. You can kind of like just, yeah, that's cool. I like it. Yeah, people are building <laughs> the houses for like comfier than a tent as well. Oh yeah, definitely. What people building houses for? Are you done fiddling your microphone now? Yeah, done fiddling with my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you fiddled with your heart, fiddled with mine now as well. 
really bit, wise. Like tiny, I don't know. I think I just thought they were cool. I think you'd be like the one person who like love them. Yeah, I actually really because like them. Because they could put solar panels on, you could just That's unplug, cool. take it away. It's like having a. It's, it's, it's like a home on wheels, home. isn't it? But it's yeah, like an yeah. actual home on wheels. Yeah. yeah so you'd want to go like it's not like a camper van where no, like everything's got that horrible like furniture. It's like, like cardboard. It's yeah. so always got that weird smell. It's <laughs> like an actual. Uh, some of them got like wooden fireplaces inside. That's them. pretty sick. I like that. That's cool. I just imagine you're there in your little forest with yeah. your beard on. Like yeah, I would like jacket, yeah. Just take it on the train and just set it up places. Yeah, people do. People just buy a little plot of land and put it up. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't even have to have it on like. A power grid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, if you just get solar powers, you're hooked up on well, it. Yeah, she would be then you just like winning on water, really. You just find mm. a, a creek or a lake. That'd be cool. Exactly. You buy bold water. That's, that's what I've been looking at. Exactly. It's buy, cheap like, as all. Let's just go and do that. People are doing it like uh, in big cities as well. People are like buy, buying tiny little pl- like, allotments. Yeah, yeah. And just living on like... <laughs> that's a mint idea. A, a tiny house. It's yeah, like, It's yeah. cost like... Nothing. What, what's a house cost you these days? Like 130? Oh, yeah. Like 120? They're paying like ten thousand pounds for this yeah, house. It's yeah. like a house you would genuinely live in. They can save up then. And... Uh, I saw this one. It's on a, I think, a YouTube video. It's like it's shaped like an L. So yeah. it's a cargo container and a cargo container. Yep. And then it's got like, sorry, a cargo container on top. Yeah. So you can't move this one, but it's still it's still tiny. Hmm. But inside just looks amazing. It's got like big glass screen doors. It had a massive kitchen foot size in it. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Like my flat now. What's this about? Like. 300 square feet if that or something yeah, like that probably yeah some of these tiny houses are bigger than these yeah yeah and they've got that's like cr- two floors exactly so. I think there's a, there's a limit onto on, onto them for like trailer size yeah yeah, yeah. but I think yeah, if you, if you want like to go buy a plot of land and build a tiny house yeah yeah then you can just maybe do what you want because people have got like communal gardens and stuff like they're for planting and they're oh, all like that'd be cool. one had a Trail separate bench. annex and it were like his office and then he had his home and it were like because cool. I looked at I think I got for some reason I look at cargo containers. I, yeah. I got a quote for ten cargo containers, and it cost me like ten thousand pounds for ten cargo containers. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I haven't got ten thousand pounds. Yeah, but that is alone, a though. bargain. Yeah, <laughs> for cargo containers, that is a fucking bargain. Could you get them for like less, like three or four? Oh yeah, grand. they're all supposed to be weather sealed and waterproof. I don't know if that's problem. Oh, yeah. Because if you get some from like a dodgy place, yeah, it might be bad. Like you're like, gonna have to get it fixed, and then you could pay a welder to fix them, and then you yeah, make yeah. sure they're actually wet, like pressure sealed and weather sealed. Yeah, but you'll probably be able to get them for cheaper than we. Yeah, you could even... That was like a rough, rough estimate ballpark. So I went, I went to this place in York mm. and uh, they had like... Have you seen Box Park in London? No. It's like all these cargo have all got different like food stops in them. Oh, like York's now got one. Yeah, cool. And I was like looking at one I'm like fascinated. Like, this is a really cool idea. It's like a communal area. There's a communal area like, in the middle and yeah. cargo containers go around. Yeah, so yeah, So each yeah. one's a different like... There's like bars or there's like a little restaurant and like they were like a Chinese place and they're like... Cool. This place got the best chicken strips from my entire life. They were like chicken tikka chicken strips, and they were yeah, fucking yeah. amazing. I just keep thinking about my mouth is watering as we talk yeah, about yeah. now. Exactly. I was like, amazing. Well, like, because my idea was like, imagine a bar. Mm. Each individual cargo is like a different bar. Middle yeah, of the communal thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, how cool would that be? You could have like what a different like style, like yeah. food and drinks. Like that'd be awesome. You could have like a Hawaiian bit, and you could have like an yeah, old school yeah. like speakeasy, and then like yeah. just a normal good old ale bar. Yeah, yeah. And then you could have like a guest spot for like, say, Bacardi or someone to come in, or like, yeah, like Smirnoff. Yeah. Come in, they have Smirnoff bit. Or, yeah, yeah. They have like a like, small yeah. little bar for themselves. That's that like, a mint idea. Yeah, that's what that's what like that's why I were looking at yeah, cargo yeah, containers. Yeah. <laughs> that's brilliant. So no one steals your idea now. It's probably already been done in all fairness. Yeah, let's do it again. They were like, I was looking at like. Uh, plots of land in Leeds. Oh, fuck me. That, yeah, I have not got that much money. Yeah, they're crazy. You'd have to get a loan, maybe. Like, like an office space is like 
two grand a month. Imagine what a land's going to be. ridiculous. You have to make a hell of a lot of money. I mean, I'd do yeah. it in something like Barnes. But <laughs> we know Barnes, don't we? Yeah, true. No one's going to go. It's Barnes. Well, it could be the first one, though. It could be the guy who starts. That could be the pioneer. You, yeah, you could literally could be the pioneer. Could be pioneer. That'd be sick. You should do it. I think you should do that big time. Go and do it somewhere. Find I've thought somewhere. about it. I've thought about like getting a business plan up together and like yeah. uh, uh, get a bank for a loan. But yeah, I'll stop you. Do it. I think that's brilliant. What's stopping me? Uh, bank going? No, mate. Sorry. Yeah, that's, <laughs> oh, that's fear. Fuck that. Go and do it. I'll be sick. I like to. I'll give I, you like, <laughs> I like to pay for things like upfront. Uh, like if yeah, I'm going, yeah, yeah. I don't like to get in debt for something. So yeah, yeah. My ideal world, I'd save up £10,000 and buy cargo containers, but no. that is not going to happen. No, no, There is not a chance you, that will happen. You just rely on you're going to make money. Hey, you could do it though. I think you should do that. It took up a long time. It took a, yeah, it took a long time. I think it was a good idea though. Take the loan over a long time and then... And like, say if it's raining or something, like you just get... Uh, what's it called? What's it called there? Uh, yeah, Marquee or something. Yeah, like over top. Yeah, so you yeah. could pull it down when it's sunny and pull it across when it's raining. Yeah, you could fix it. I think it'd be cool. That that'd be super cool, mate. There's a there's a market for that, definitely. Because yeah. like there's all these new independent indie little cool random little places. People like that stuff. Like people don't want to go now and like it's big fancy like expensive like luxury. I'm doing quotation marks luxury <laughs> like um, like bars, lots of like shiny stuff. People like cool little like little shacks and like little like hangout spots that actually look like like somewhere you would hang out with your uni mates and it's like it's a fun, independent, small little bar thing. I think that's where there's a lot of money like the market for it and I think you should do it. Oh, definitely. Well, I'd definitely awesome. around something like that. If somewhere like that were local to me, Yeah. each thing's are its own thing. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like a food court but like, yeah, exactly. Cool. That would be way cooler. And because there was this burger joint, and it has like it would call hot. I because I, I got a burger, and I got three strips. Yeah, both from different places. The strips were fucking phenomenal. Yeah, you could tell it was like yeah. fresh chicken because they were all nice and moist. Nice, like freshly battered in front of you. And yeah. this burger, I'd like it was like a like a rye bun or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. They were fucking amazing. It was good. It was gorgeous. That sounds beautiful. It was like oh, bread with like nice crunch, but like soft in the middle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Best Done thing right. I've ever had in entire life. See, that's the thing in it. Like, if you want to do something well, like a lot of times the basics, just do the basics well and everything be done properly. Like, you see these like restaurants and like they're starting off with like, I don't know, like, Oven baked like chicken things that are already battered. They're already they're all frozen, prepared somewhere else. It's cheaper. Yeah, like uh, not to drag Weatherspoons, but Weatherspoon stuffs like yeah, there's frozen. Well, exactly. Yeah, Weatherspoons is nice, but but you don't get their chicken strips are no compared to what exactly. them chicken strips are. That's the difference. That's what you want. It's going to be cutting edge. Like just do it, but just take take your time. Like have the pride and say no. We can prepare all our stuff fresh. Everything's fresh. Like cooked there and then. We actually prepare and it and make uh, it fresh. And then a guy come round. Obviously, I don't know, allotment clothes. Yeah, yeah. They were selling, there were pizza places as well, selling fresh herbs to like these pizza places and like all these things. Yeah. So they're getting like fresh herbs, they're all fresh Sick. food, fresh chicken, yeah, fresh beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were amazing. Yeah, because you could. They even had, this is one of the weirdest parts, they had an ale bar. Yeah. Well, a beer, a beer bar, obviously a beer bar, duh. Mm. But they were brewing their own ale and Sick. beer on site. Yeah, yeah. Which I think that like, Brilliant, for, yeah. for a cargo container. Yeah. It's brewing its own beer mm. in the size of a cargo container. Pretty, like, how cool is that? Yeah, dude, that's sick. Do it. I think you should do it with like different themes. You have different. In a, if you get if you can get an area big enough, the land would be the problem. You could even have like different themed like seating areas, and it would literally be like a mini like drag like a little bar crawl. Like you could go even. That's things just shout. finding the the area, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's not. It don't have to be in a city. Like, easily get bank loan for like. I don't know how much bank loan you get. Bank loan here. Yeah, exactly. Than that'd pay for it. Like that'd pay yeah. for like, electrician and then. Yeah, yeah. Just finding that good piece of land. Yeah, it's good. So it's too far out. out, no one's gonna come. Yeah, yeah. And Unless it's, it's you're not gonna really get a good. box park in city centre, are you? No. You need, it's gonna have to be like an area that's 
almost like suburban where you're gonna make I would say that's gonna be your best place. Like like there's a place up Broadway where Lauren used to live. Yeah, yeah. And outside it had a massive just like a it was just like a square just green well field essentially or yeah, just yeah. a field. That would have been perfect for it. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say if you could just like heart at students. Yeah, that bit of thing for everyone. Yeah. There's spirits, there's ale, there's fucking yeah, yeah. Chinese chicken, yeah, yeah. pizzas, burgers. I think it'll be perfect. Definitely. Yeah, it it worked that bar thing as well. You'd need what an area for car parking, maybe if you can get people to drive drive out, or if it's local enough where people can just walk. You'd have to see targeting those people, like locals, which obviously first people you want really is just needing enough areas and enough like you got seating at like enough seating for a couple of quite a few people. And be ambitious for it and see what happens. Because if it started off going cool, like once it starts going, the idea starts rolling and that, like you're in business. Like that's what the things are gonna start picking up. Like I'd, I'd want to go somewhere like that. If there's somewhere local to me, and they're like, oh, there's this sick new like little bar where it's all cargo containers, really quirky, really different. Like it's not even like it's the same bar. There's like four or five of these little different bars. They all do different drinks. It's like you're in. It's like you've got four or five little bars. It's like a, it's a taste for everyone, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like doing a little mini bar crawl. Because so I have to do it. like when we, when we go out, mm. stuff, I'm not really one for nightclubs. Yeah, no, same, same. But like I, I like to go sit down, and have a drink. Yeah. yeah, yeah, same. I can't think of it like at worst than just yeah. jumping about, sweating my balls off. Yeah, drinking yeah. drinks what are way too expensive. And then again, going from place to place, paying admission fees like twenty quid there, twenty quid another club you go in. You know, like there's that. a minimum it's card like, spend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you know it, you're racking up lots of money. Before you know it, you you your bank app saying that uh, stop spending money, mate. <laughs> yeah. uh, you ain't really good enough for this. Yeah, yeah. Do you reckon I can chew chewing gum on that? Probably not. No, Joshua. Sure. <laughs> no. I don't know. What are you reading? What am I reading at the minute? So we're going to have a little book section. This is the book section of a podcast. <laughs> books to read. What are we reading? Harley and Josh. Josh and Harley. Books, books, I'm books. boring. I'm literally reading the like Alexander Hamilton biography. Ah. It's like something like... It's, a, it's up there. It's massive. It's taken me a while to get through. Which way is it? That should be up there. It's a big, massive white book. It's all about British birds. That's, that's, that's Lauren's bird. That's Lauren's book, that one. I like that. Josh is literally now going to look at my bookcase. It should, uh, be, it should yeah. be on top of that one. That, yeah. Show. What, what, who is he then? Because, uh, obviously... Sorry, yeah, I said he was here. Yeah, it's fine. I asked him a question. I did a note about Alexander Hamilton, and then a musical came out called about Alexander Hamilton. That's what yeah. started it. And then it's based off that book. Oh, so okay. he read that book and then wrote the musical. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, I love the musical. Yeah. So I bought the book. So I, got who, for, I got for Christmas. So who he's is he then, a, Alexander uh, Hamilton? I, I think he's a, he's, he's a founding father of America. He's on a $10 bill. Ah, uh, okay. He created the National Coast Guard and he went, made uh, banking what it is to be. Uh. It wasn't for him, he was banking. But it's like yeah, a, yeah. a cool story about like, he, he come from nowhere, like an orphan in like the Caribbean. Uh, come to America. Cool. Got an education. Yeah, yeah. They never were like, oh, you go away. You're like, you're an orphan. You're not, you're not, even, you're not even American. Yeah, yeah. And he wanted to fight in Civil War. He wanted to be a general in Civil War. Sick. But like, I like that. George Washington were like, no, you're going to be my secretary. And he was like, no, I want to fight. That's cool. I want to die in battle. All about that life. And then it all just escalates from there. And it gets like, and then oh yeah, it ends with Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton were friends. And then, well, they, they weren't friends. They're like acquaintances. And then they were at each other's throat for a bit. And then they'd be friendly. Yeah. And then uh, Alexander, uh, Aaron Burr ran for president, or ran for president and didn't get it. Yeah. And blamed Hamilton because Hamilton told people to vote for someone else. Ah. So, oh, they, had, so they had a duel. <laughs> what? No so, way. Yeah, they had a duel in like New Jersey or something. You can go to a place where they got shot. And Aaron Burr's apparently a terrible shot. 
Aaron Burr. And I think Al- I think Hamilton put his gun up in the air and fired. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I'm not sure. I think that's it. Passive. And then Aaron Burr went. Sure. And he shot him like in the chest. <gasps> and that's where he died. So Alexander Hamilton decided not to use violence and he was killed because of it. He told his his son oh. died too. His son were in a battle because he's someone defending his honor. And really? he told he told his son like just aim your gun up in the sky and fire. Why? Because well, he, he thought he because there were two children, like they were like eighteen year olds. Yeah. So yeah, he yeah. thought that other guy were gonna do it. Uh, and they were already missing it. So like, like yeah, like because he wanted to be like the bigger man. And yeah. Like, oh, his son got killed as well. Yeah, his son got killed. Sure, for now. Like a bad message would be just don't get involved in jewels. He was in love with. He married Eliza, Skyler, but I think he was in mm. love with. Cameron. Her sister, and she was in love with him too. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like a goddamn episode of EastEnders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. It's, it, I love it. Man. I think it's amazing. It's like a three-hour musical, and like it's so it gets like, like you never you never think you'd like get so invested into a musical. Yeah, yeah. To the point where you're like <laughs> crying. And, yeah, like, that was highly so in there. Yeah, it was me. <laughs> that's what I'm reading. That's what I've, I've, I've been cool. reading for quite a while. Yeah, it's funny you said about musicals because I didn't think I, I well, I hated musicals, but I watched like Greatest Showman. Same, that was yeah. pretty epic. Yeah, I like that. Can't Hugh Jackman. Yeah, I was gonna say it was pretty. Hugh Jackman yeah. almost really? made it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really huge pack, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's Michael Moore there, isn't it? A bit of quote. But um, yeah, it almost made it acceptable to like musicals. It's pretty cool. Well, I think you can like musicals. Yeah, of course you can. Really. I, I didn't really. I think I watched Wicked like in London, mm. but I've never really listened to musicals before. Besides, like Disney. Yeah, yeah. that's a bit different, isn't it? Really, it's not like mm. uh, like a show. Yeah, yeah. But then I don't know Hamilton. It's not about Hamilton. Yeah, it sounds cool. It's Lin Manuel Miranda. Have you watched Moana? Probably Moana, not. No. But yeah, well, you did soundtrack for that anyway. Oh. Is it new Mary Poppins? If you're interested. Who's this? Lin Manuel Miranda. Lin Manuel Miranda. Mm. Don't know him. Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> it's a cool name. Yeah. <laughs> Manuel. Um, mm. You like to read? You have many. Well, in fact, yes, when I went to pick correct. Josh up. Today, uh, <laughs> well, like, what oh, yeah, I was just trying to look at books, and <laughs> it's like a child. <laughs> yeah, it's like my sweet shop area. Like, oh, look at these cool covers. Look at mix, these. Yeah. Oh, right, well, he's got like a list of books he needs to read, and he's like, yeah, I've finished any phone. books yet. Yeah, I've got, I've finished a few, but I've got like loads of books that I haven't read. There's obviously tons. It's like I've got a, like a, not a book collection at all because that like in first is like it's massive, vast like. Walk into this old building, there's like holes and holes of books. Welcome to my collection. Welcome to the library. <laughs> yeah, which would be really cool. Like, maybe it's like a dream for later on in life. But uh, I've got a couple of books, but well, quite well. So, which ones are you reading in a minute? Um, in a minute, I'm making my way through it. I've just read The Book Thief recently. I literally like just finished it this week or something like that. Uh, international bestseller, like one, well, number one international bestseller or something at some point, but it's an amazing book. So, really you're saying the book, I just remember the film. Yeah, I'm not. Don't tell. Oh no, I was about to say don't tell me the ending. I've already watched it. I was about to say don't tell me the ending, but I've actually read the book. So oh wait, I know the ending. I need to watch the film though. I'm gonna watch it soon. Um, and see what it's like. But yeah, um, yeah, that's pretty epic. Um, and then the minute I'm reading, it's in my bag actually. If I get it out, Josh is reaching into the bag that I gave him. Yeah. Well, I didn't give him. Right, I'll tell you some backstory about this bag. I had this bag for years. Yeah. Got it from TK Maxx for like twenty pound. And I'm like, oh, I ain't seen this bag in a while. I wonder where it is. Look on Instagram, Josh is in the Dominican Republic <laughs> with my backpack home. See, I remember it different. I think I hardly donated me this bag. I did. I left it at your house because I came around <laughs> when, when, when you, I think when your no. birthday party, Mum had a party. Yeah. Left it around and never saw it again. Yeah, I feel like you left it for a long time. And, and then you were like, like oh, no, because you went down, you? So like, I didn't see you. So I was going to come around and go, hey, Angel. <laughs> I'm <laughs> a bug bug. Fair one. 
But yeah, that's the story of the bag. It's been coming days. It's now, it's I did give to Joshua, like, you can just have it. Yeah. Because I bought another bag because pretty I thought I lost it. <laughs> pretty sweet of him, bless him. It's a nice bag, anyway. It's very good. It's a Wenger one. It's bright red and fancy. Um, it's not bright red anymore. <laughs> it's not bright anymore, yeah. It's, it's faded. It's <laughs> sun damaged. It's, yeah, sun damaged. <laughs> Looks like um, Pat Butcher from EastEnders. EastEnders, yeah. <laughs> That's how sun damaged it is. I don't even know what part much it looks like. I think more like Dottie, that woman with red hair. Um, yeah, the book is is called... Ah, it's not called... Ah, it's called Man's Search for Meaning, and it's by Victor E. Frankel. And it's about a guy. He's a psychologist, actually. And you he, love, like, war, don't you? I don't know. That was bored for me, actually. That was a gift. But, yeah, I don't mind. I find it interesting, history. Uh, the classic tribute oh. to hope from the Holocaust. Yeah, basically, it's a, it's a guy, a psychologist. So a, about the Holocaust? Or? Yeah, he, he so was... So, is it set during World War... Is it, like, an actual true story, is it? A, a, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's... Um, oh, sorry, I'll go back into my... Yeah, so it's literally... Um, yeah, so it's, it's, he was a psychologist, and it's literally his account of like he was got talking to concentration camps first it was Auschwitz and then he went to a different one I can't quite remember the name of it it must be in a called Dachau or Daku um, I'm probably murdering the pronunciation it's D-A-C-H-U-A but anyway he went to another concentration camp and it's basically about his experiences through different concentration camps you wouldn't believe like some of the stories are so crazy he wasn't getting put in the concentration no he? yeah he was yeah he was, yeah so he was a he was Jewish. Yeah, so yeah. So you were getting was. put into the concentration camps. Yeah, yeah. Literally, oh, I thought you yeah. meant you were like a doctor who's going to concentration camps. No, no. Yeah, sorry, no. He was literally like a, a Jewish like um, so psychologist. Been about. Yeah, that was like he moved from Auschwitz to a different one, and he got moved. But he spent a lot of time in Auschwitz. But um, it's basically his account for like um, through all of concentration camps. But what makes it really interesting, a bit different from my other accounts of like the Holocaust, which I'm sure is equally as interesting and, and like um, shocking, um, is that he like like kind of like intertwines it with psychology like and how he basically analyzed a lot of the things he saw there and how he made like came up with his own um kind of like theories like sim- not similar to freud but in like the way that in which two things the way that obviously like freud Sigmund freud had his own theories about psychology he had his own as well it's called if i can quickly find it in the book somewhere here we go it's called logother- logotherapy i've not read that part of the, cha- the book yet and it's um it's like a short section that goes back onto his account again, but basically I think that's like his kind of ideology and theories about psychology, how the mind works, how people work. And I think and why people are doing what they're doing. Yeah, basically, yeah. And and I think... The so why are you watching both sides? Why are you watching Nazis treat uh, everyone badly? And why are you watching how like people are like... Getting trapped. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like trying to cope with it. Yeah, yeah. See, so it's mainly focused on, for, for a while, so far anyway, there's mentioning so like obviously the like... Uh, like SS and stuff and the Nazis but it's mainly like basically him analysing what happens to a person if they don't have like hope and stuff it doesn't start off like that it starts off very much an account and it is still an account but later on he starts basically when you read into it you kind of learn it's I think the ideology is basically this is very very dumbed down I literally have no no idea about his theories and stuff but well I'm learning but um, I think it's basically about once you lose hope and like cause basically like once you lose um what it's called we'll come back to this one day and I'll, I'll correct myself in the next podcast but basically essentially if you lose hope or you don't have any like real meaning anymore you don't think you have a meaning for what's going on you, you'll just not long, no longer be able to cope or it's kind of like a brainless zombie yeah or the opposite like um, if you can kind of find that inner fulfillment and like uh, meaning 
for the f- on like kind of thoughts for the future as in like yeah. why hold on to your humanity essentially yeah. you'll be able to essentially withstand anything that's essentially what he kind of believes in. and then it's like a lot of testing theories and stuff like that like testing the theories and concepts throughout the book like with evidence it's really interesting a really cool book but yeah sounds good I'm reading that and the second book two, two books oh my god the second one out it's, it's Josh is like I've got two eyes I can read two <laughs> books at once <laughs> There's too many compartments in this bag as well. I have books galore. Like if I, could, I would carry more with me, but I can be realistic <laughs> of myself. I'm like, I can't read more than two or three at a time. But I read them at different times. That's oh, my jo- secret. Josh is like, I can't read more than two or three at a time. I can read one. <laughs> over like, uh, like over three Once. months, I'll read one book. Yeah, but to be fair, I can't, I, I can't physically read them at the same time. That would be amazing if I could like read <laughs> one eye, one <laughs> eye. Just looking across. But I can't. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could try that to be fair. But um, I read them at like, different times when I'm interested. I read the... The meaning search, what's it called? I feel like I should quote them correctly. Yeah, man search for meaning. I read that first on the, on the bus on the way out, and then on the train I was reading the kindness of strangers. I think you'd like this a lot. It's by, I say it's not. I don't know who the author is. It will tell you at the top. I think it's edited by Don George. Yeah. Um, but it's done by well, the company is Lonely Planet that's developed the book. But it's like loads and loads of accounts and stories of basically from different travelers about um, random acts of kindness. They um experienced uh, like usually at the lowest point or like like after like a disaster or some sort of catastrophe while traveling and it's really really cool really inspiring um you learn so much and you like about different people and cultures this is really like heartwarming little tales there's, there's also a preface by dalai lama yeah i just well. read that I'm yeah like pretty yeah. sick yeah like, you know you know your book's good when you get a preface from the yeah dalai exactly lama. it says you on the uh in the start of it somewhere i can't remember the introduction um Basically says that like, it tells you about him, like the guy, or it must be Edison, about him, like wanting to speak to Dalai Lama. He does something, sends off like asking for like stories off of the like viewers and stuff like that for a Lonely Planet, uh, and then he like while he's waiting for them, he starts getting more and more stories. He also decides he wants to like <laughs> get a Dalai Lama to the preface, and he absolutely gets it. And I'm like, what? Like, that'd be sick. Imagine you got the Dalai Lama that's like right on one of your books. He must be, it must be good. But, so yeah, you, you can get random acts of strangers, random acts of kindness from strangers, mm-hmm. but then. It's like a it's like a fit like a fifty fifty market I'd say. Go on. From like, cause I've met nice. some strangers and absolute absolute cunts. Yeah, 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 definitely. But I've met some lovely strangers like who become friends. Oh yeah, yeah. There's that. There's yeah. It's just like random. Yeah, it's just like, like random. Uh, I've showed you something like, like yesterday's YouTube channel. Mm. Like they're random. Oh yes, they were. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they go out to prove that people aren't just absolute dicks. Yeah, yeah. They kind of yeah. Like they'll go out with no wallet, like that one I showed you, and they're like, yeah, people are like, yeah, and people are like, oh yeah, just come stop at mine if you want. Yeah, it's you awesome. Buy, you want some food? You, you have some food. Yeah, yeah, I love it. You got like uh, stuff like that. I feel like you almost have to test humanity and want to do because obviously they've got, they've got good, loads of rejections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just takes that one person. Exactly, that makes it. Yeah, that's all you need. Definitely. And that book there's loads of tales about stuff like that. It's basically. Like stories of people when they're like, it's usually really bad, like some like massive, they're having some sort of massive issue or catastrophe, and literally just some stranger helps them out. Sometimes it's a local, sometimes another tourist, but so far they look like they're both locals. Um, it's just inspiring. You really, you really learn that one human. Well, it depends how you look at it, but I kind of think that like humans are very alike. Depend, it doesn't really matter where you come from. Kind of like we still got the same principles. Yeah, these cultures are different, but we still like have compassion. Like, we can still show compassion to each other. We still have empathy. And like look after people. And I think there's like a almost like human, well, I don't know, like human instincts almost. Like it's like within us that we have to like. There's just something about it. We don't like seeing people suffering, and that's like little examples of it. It's really interesting. It's really but funny. I don't think tales. most people like people suffering. No, no. But like people say that everyone's like, oh, there's lost hope and stuff. But there is hope out there. You there's know? always hope. Gotta find it. Yeah. There's never lost hope. If everyone, yeah. if, if everyone in truly in the world is entirely lost hope, 
Yeah, well, the we world just like fall apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just some people are deluded, aren't they? Like they don't care about others. But there still is enough people like that. Do yeah. hopefully anyway. That's what I kind of that's what I hope on. That's what, that's my not my religion, but that's what I base my entire like <laughs> like. Well, I hope everyone's nice somehow, or there's at least a couple of people left. Well, you you nice. get these nice people, but you can get that absolute one numb. Yeah, yeah. ruin your day entirely. Yeah, definitely. I can't work behind a bar, so I see, I see quite a few nice people. Yeah. There's that one, like, Alcohol why do you serve me next? I'm like, because this other person is next, obviously. Yeah, no, yeah. what you're on about? I'm like, I, just, I don't want to deal with this right there's, now. There's a guy who does. Um, it's like some people might know about him. Like, they're into like Brazilian jiu-jitsu or martial arts. But there's a guy called like Gracie Family. But anyway, like the famous with Brazilian jiu-jitsu. But he says something about um, fights, and he says, "Well, alcohol and egos would be like." alcohol and egos count for like 90% of fights and it is like you like you were saying you see a lot of people who are like assholes that's I remember that when I used to work in a bar as well it's like alcohol brings out the worst in people it's just caused so many problems like massively well, we all well, we all know it yeah. we all do it sometimes we've all been here yeah so I don't drink like as many spirits well I don't yeah, try I don't. to drink spirits at all same. anymore yeah I've got like said that, but if you turn around, there's like eight bottles of whiskey. Yeah, there, I was like, oh yeah, so bear in mind, half of them out often. <laughs> I just slink a bottle of like whiskey. I got like water. preface. I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> I got like loads of bottles of whiskey for Christmas for some reason. Yeah. No one knew what to buy me, so they always bought me whiskey. There's a lot of whiskey. Uh, to be honest, I'll be honest, I am partial to like whiskey, but I still drink it as much. See, I, I, I'm like, I went to my family. Yeah, I like whiskey. Then that's what happens. Yeah, yeah I've got two bottles of, of Hig, two bottles of Jack Daniels, a yeah, liter yeah. of Maker's Mark. Talisker nice, Sky, nice, and then I think it's, uh, it's an American one, like Ouchman or something like that. Oh, yeah, cool. I, I don't know, it's like for free from someone. From nice. Yeah, but I'm not an alcoholic. And there's a mini bottle of Talisker from what Josh bought me from Isle Sky. Yeah, yeah. That's good stuff, I like Talisker. Tiny ass bottle. Yeah, tasty though. Right, so Delicious. wrap it up. Are we wrapping it up? Yeah, I don't, I don't know how long we've been going for now. I can't really tell. I think it's probably like 42 minutes or something. Woohoo! We really should get a timer. Yeah, we should, we should. But ending on this, uh, me and Josh both suffer with mental illness. <laughs> well, mental health issues. Well, mental yeah, health yeah. issues, yeah. Or illness, however you want to yeah, yeah, just, it. Yeah, yeah. So that, was, that was a big shock. I didn't see that coming. I was just like, chilling now. Boom, chill straight. Me and no, Josh have mental health <laughs> issues. Like, holy well, shit. We both dealt with it in here. We're both dealt and dealing with it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So if there's anyone who is uh, genuinely listening who wants help, yeah, there is places to go. Yeah, there's definitely. people to talk to. If you ever want to talk to one of us, drop us a... Email. Yeah, do it. If once you got We're always up for contacts it. up, yeah. Definitely. So we've been there whenever there's been no one to talk to. Yeah, I think that one of the main things that helps, like the well, in my opinion, like one of the main things, if not the only, well, not the only, there's more, but the main thing anyway is, is speaking to people. Yeah, like, same. If like, you don't like, speak to anyone, you, you've had it. Not when, had it, but when I was down, I was just on myself. I had no one to talk yeah, to. Yeah, like yeah. you just got an army. Yeah, yeah. Like Quinny yeah. were down south. Yeah, I was like just. On my own, yeah. No one to talk to, but as, soon as, as soon as I found someone to talk to, that's it. Like a weight just lifted from my shoulders. Yeah, I think that's one of the things in mental health as well is that, well, depending, it can feel quite isolated and it can feel like quite a, like a lonely kind of struggle. Whereas, obviously, um, literally people, I think like most people experience some sort of mental health like issues, whether they decide to deem it as mental health or categorize it like that. But like, um, yeah, so most people go through similar issues, and it's obviously something that you shouldn't. Um, struggle along with it. No, definitely you should, should never deal with it on your own. No, definitely tell not. Family, friends. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I know it's hard to tell friends and family that you're. Yeah, you feel a bit down. And it always feels like it's going to be like really yeah. negative for some reason. But, but most likely, your family's gone through the same thing. Yeah, and they're going to be supportive. Well, there yeah, will exactly. be people out there like. Yeah, exactly. You've got family, you've got friends. If you haven't got friends, you've got 
You can't, no, don't tell you, you can't, you can't want to be able to help you out. It needs to be lovely. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, well, there's professionals. If you haven't got your family or friends, if you don't speak, like, speak to them, there's definitely professionals, either your GP or there's helplines. I found like Samaritans is really helpful for me, like uh, ringing up if I want to speak to someone else. I don't really speak to them nowadays um, but because I don't feel like I need them. But however, they were like really, really, really helpful when I was like one of uh, at, at my low points. Point. Yeah, yeah. So um, People are always out there to help. Yeah. And don't do feel, yeah, exactly. And don't feel like intimidated by Samaritans or thinking, oh god, it's gonna be really bad. Like Samaritans are a really helpful charity and really good, and it doesn't have to be like you don't have to be at a breaking point, like intensely suicidal about chat. to end it. If you just want to chat, yeah, yeah, or you just think, Oh god, these these issues are crippling. Like I need someone I need like you might not think you need to speak to anyone, but it will help and they're they're quite good and they can get in contact with agencies, like you said. So if you need someone just to chat and offload, so you don't it's surprising how much better you feel just telling people something. Or if you're struggling, like if you like thinking about like so that's quite going quite deep here, so we need to like finish on a high again. But it's serious, but it's important. But like if you're finishing about like, thinking about self harming or if you've got suicidal thoughts, there's no shame in it. You just got to tell someone and like smartens are good people. Is a good start off because completely anonymous. You don't they don't see you. You don't see them. You don't really know each other. That's your name at the start, but that's it. And they're um, they're really helpful agency and it's nothing to be ashamed of. And there's definitely nothing to be ashamed of in mental health illness or just mental health issues. So make sure you share because everyone experiences it. Yep. So. Yeah. so speak up yeah speak up yeah, yeah that's, that's it. all you gotta do Grave. yeah definitely take a deep breath and just be like i'm just going through stuff i'm going through some stuff right now yeah 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 there's something like quite like um i don't know like quite raw but like quite likable and like not likable because you're not trying to be liked but it is likable but like when people are just a raw and like yeah look i'm in shit state like i'm such a mess like it's true it's like and people respect that like it's honest and that's honestly is good so just speak to people and if you feel like you can't then tr- you can you just well you just gotta find the right person it's professionals if you're not you don't have to speak to your friends and family professionals don't care so yeah yeah so thank you yeah thank you very much we'll have another episode coming up soon yeah uh, we'll sure try we doing this weekly <laughs> yeah. well josh's schedule well josh is off traveling well josh likes to go traveling yeah oh, that's a dream of mine this yeah dream. do a gap year so we'll have to year. record about 12 in a row <laughs> yeah but it won't be for a while but yeah no but yeah we'll try doing every weekly yeah thank you for listening uh yeah. goodbye, goodbye. <laughs>